Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. Excited to have you here with us on Thursday, November 9th, 2023. One day away from the second Duke men's basketball game of the season when they take on the Arizona Wildcats. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the recruiting efforts of John Shire as of late. Some big news in the class of 2024 and 2025 that we'll get into with our good pal Pablo Kong from Ball Durham and the Five Point Play podcast. He'll join us here in just a little bit. If you have not done so already, please be sure that you follow and subscribe to our podcast for free wherever you get them. Leave us a five-star rating and written review. means so much when you support us in that fashion. Also, you can watch the show each and every day on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up. Go ahead and share it with your friends and let us know each and every day down in the comments below. If you're an everydayer, I want to give you some love. So again, thank you so much for your support over uh, continuing to watch. Lockdown Blue Devils. Follow us on X at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm there as well at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. So without further ado, the aforementioned, my good friend, Pablo Kong, is here with us on the show today. And P, here we are. We've got some real games to talk about with the Stukeman's basketball team. Uh, 1-0 and on the year. Big one coming up tomorrow night, and it's just the perfect time of year. Yeah, no, I'm excited, JJ. It's here. Uh, everything we've been, been waiting for, you know, the anticipation level was, was high for a while. You know, got the countdown done. Uh, you know, got the first game down. Uh, now it's up to there. Now it's uh, on Arizona or Arizona's coming to Duke to play. So I'm excited, man. I'm uh, I'm really, really excited to see what we can do against some uh, top tier competition. Yeah, let's talk about the on the court product for Duke here in just a little bit. But as we were talking, this 2024 class keeps being put together, a commitment over the weekend. And then all of a sudden it's Monday and it's game day for this Duke team. And rightfully so, we focus on the now and the present. We'll talk about that team a little bit. But now we've had a couple of days to digest that Dartmouth game and get ready for Arizona. Got to celebrate what's to come for this Duke basketball team over this past weekend on the 247 Sports YouTube feed, a live video of Patrick Ngaba II, who uh, ultimately ended up announcing his commitment to play basketball for Duke, their fifth recruit in the class of 2024. What kind of a player is Duke getting in his commitment? Yeah, so with the Patrick Ngaba, you know, uh, Duke locked on to him, and uh, I felt like once they locked on, it was, it was over, you know, with John Shire. But um, uh, Patrick Ngaba, 6'10", a uh, big man uh, facing facing forward, uh, really soft hands, can bang down low, uh, really good jump shot. Uh, and just, you know, he's just improving. Every time uh, I watch him play, he's just improving at everything he's doing. Good rebounder, good passer out of the post, a good passer from uh, any anywhere on the court, too. So Duke is getting a player that will definitely play right away and uh, has, a, has the potential to be very, very dominant, J.J. And looking at the front court as of late, Duke's had some premier kind of bigs out there on the defensive end of the floor in the last few seasons. When you talk about somebody like Derek Lively II, Mark Williams comes to mind uh, in recent years. Do you think it's that type of rim protection that Agaba brings to this Duke program? Well, it's not going to be 
that level of rim protection because uh you know the guys that you mentioned lively and uh mark williams uh were pretty elite <laughs> pretty 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 elite and not just that they were a lot taller than him and uh arms maybe a little bit longer and they were more, you know a little more athletic and a little quicker than him not saying that you know Ngamba can't get there but uh he doesn't have the exact measurements that those guys have so it's going to be a little different um but he's a better uh, post defender as far as just like, you know, using his body more than he is a shot blocker. So uh, I, either way, you know, we're getting a good one. And uh, it, it all depends on who we put around him and, and we'll be fine. You know, we do have Cooper flag you know, coming from the weak side to block some shots too. So we'll be all right. Yeah, it's going to look pretty good. Five commits now in that class for Duke in 2024. Yesterday started the uh, early signing period across Division One Athletics. And we saw a player like Cooper Flagg turn in his letter of intent to be a part of the Brotherhood, making this thing official, which is great. You know, once you get that signature, you feel way better about where you stand. It's a much bigger deal in football, Pablo, than it is in basketball, kind of those flips that you see from time to time out there in the recruiting surfaces. But, uh, yeah, if, if you could get all five of these NLIs turned in, who knows what's happening in the VJ Edgecombe and Dylan Harper sweepstakes out there with scholarships still remaining for uh, this Duke recruiting class in 2024. But as a whole, what do you look at when you look at what John Shire's put together in this 2024 class? Uh, so it, it's, it's pretty clear uh, what he's doing. Um, he's, he's trying to assemble you know, a team full of wings, uh, guys that can be playmakers, defenders, and uh, guys who can shoot the ball, you know, and really get to the rim. So, um, you know, from, you know, from Darren to, to Cooper, you know, I mean, these guys all fit pretty much the same profile. You know, Cooper's a little different, obviously, because uh, he plays a little different, but he can do pretty much everything on the court. And everybody he's recruited so far is very, very versatile. So I think versatility is probably the name of the game for this class, J.J. You look at what this class is as a whole, obviously it's star-studded, it's loaded with premier talent, and as soon as that happens, people start to wonder, okay, do people, you don't want to jump to insecurities, but hey, there's one basketball that we've got to share, can it all fit together? On yesterday's show, Connor O'Neill drops by from the Devils Illustrated, as plugged in as they come in regards to what he's hearing around this basketball program. And the word out there is that this Duke basketball coaching staff feels really good about the five players that they currently have kind of in lockstep for this 2024 class. Do you do you believe that to be true? Should there be concern that maybe these commitments aren't as secure? Kind of where are you at in all of this, Pablo? Yeah, so, I mean, I feel good about it, JJ. Um, I think everybody that he's recruited you know they all came in with the same idea and and you know i think the the, the coaching staff has been up front with them uh that it's going to be multiple guys probably playing the same position so i don't i don't really see a problem and, and as far as like making it work on the court i definitely don't see it being a problem jj because as we go along you know and now we're year two with shire um you know he's getting better you know what i mean he's getting better as a coach and like when he's recruiting these guys like i said he's up front he's honest and he has his vision, you know, once he lays that out to them, you know, it's up to them, you know what I mean? To either commit to it or, you know, commit somewhere else. So I think uh, it's no punches being pulled. Uh, and I think everybody's on the same page, uh, JJ. And I don't think we have anything to worry about. I don't see any uh, decommitments coming on uh, like how the rumors were. I think people just try to put things out there sometimes just to just to do it, you know what I mean? Maybe a little bit of hate raid every now and then, but you know, it is what it is. But I think I think we're fine. 
Um, there is some other stuff that, you know, I heard. Uh, I'll, t- I'll talk to you about that after this, but um, I-, I think we're fine. Let's keep talking about this Duke basketball team. Some big official visits coming up for uh, Duke this weekend. Twins are going to be in Durham. Got to talk about what that means and a whole lot more after we take our first break here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up on wins and losses. Who starts? Who sits? How good is this Duke team going to be? And I'm very thankful for the connection that we have. Today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for major weather events, or limited yet by another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED, like Viagra and other prescriptions, available. If you go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication, remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. Quote, I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly, highly recommend this for everyone. End quote. If you or someone you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, for $20 off your purchase. Jace Medical is a proud sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. All right, let's keep it going. Good vibes happening here on Locked On Blue Devils today alongside my buddy Pablo Kong from Ball Durham and the Five Point Play podcast. How about the official visits coming up this weekend? We spent a lot of time already talking about the class of 2024. Let's make 2025 a great one as well. Uh, the Boozer Twins set to take their official visit to Durham this week. Pablo, what can you tell us? Yeah, so I guess they're supposed to get to Durham uh, either tomorrow or Friday, uh, and they'll be in ten- attendance of the Arizona game, and they'll be over there through the weekend uh, for their official visit. Um, huge visit. Uh, it's as expected. We knew that they'll visit the school. Um, I, I, I see a lot of things out there where, you know, it said that, you know, they think that Miami's in the lead for this one and all that, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. You know, I think it's Duke all the way, JJ, um, just because of the lineage. You know, father went there and everything. Everybody knows the story. Um, so, and you know, John Shire, he's been locked in on on the Boozer Twins for a while. So, um, it's good to have them. It's good to have them on campus. It's good for them to be there to see a game, um, and it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think that recruitment is going to be pretty fluid. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think overall, you know, these guys will, will end up going to Duke. We talked about them being in the same class as Cooper Flagg before he reclassed a year early. A.J. DeBonta was the number one player in 2026. He reclasses and takes over that number one spot in 2025. So you've got Cameron Boozer at number two. And then his twin brother, Caden Boozer, is, uh, according to On3Sports, the number 16 player when you look at the composite high school rankings and the number three point guard in the class. So this is the five stars of five stars. And you mentioned kind of the lineage that they've got to this Duke basketball program. 
but let's talk about them a little bit as players. What kind of players would Duke be getting if the Boozer twins were to commit? Okay, so you got Caden, uh, the the shorter brother, uh, who's about 6'3", I think 6'3 or 6'4 now, uh, and I hear that he's still growing. Uh, point guard, uh, combo guard, can play either guard position. Really good passer, really good defender, athletic kid, uh, and just a heady player. Really, really, really smart, um, understands the game, and he plays the game the right way. Uh, very coachable kid. And the same thing with his brother. Obviously, his brother is 6'8", 6'9", uh, all-world talent, super elite, uh, not the most explosive athlete, but athletic enough uh, and can do everything on the court, can absolutely score with the best of them knows how to use his body. You know, both of the kids, they, they use both hands very well. You can tell that they, they've been developed very, very well by their father and uh, trained by their father or, or whoever's training them uh, has done a great job with those kids because they're very adept at using both hands, like I said, and just their skill and footwork uh, for being that big is, is phenomenal. So uh, that uh, with Cameron, you know, you get a Paolo Bancaro type of player. Um, and it's, it's going to be great if he comes to Duke. Uh, he'll have a hell of a time there, and not just that, he'll have a great career. So, yeah, that's what you get out of those two kids. Yeah, and getting to play together would be so special, I would imagine, for them, for Carlos, for the rest of the family, if they were able to kind of continue that Duke legacy. Uh, you got to feel good about Duke's chances, but again, nothing is a given in the world of recruiting. They have grown up for the majority of their life down in South Beach, in the Miami area, have already yeah. taken a couple of official visits uh, Kansas is in the running. Kentucky's up there as well, along with the Hurricanes. The fourth official visit taking place this weekend as the Boozer Twins will be in Durham. I, I think John Shire is going to be ready for something like this. They're obviously going to be able to see an incredible atmosphere. It won't be their first trip to Cameron Indoor. These guys have been coming to the arena uh, probably since they were very, very, very young kids uh, with their dad being a legend. There for Duke. So uh, really excited to see this official visit unfold. And if you want to tar- start to talk about that 2025 class, you got to build around certain players to then start your recruiting efforts. And who better to do that than if you were able to land the Boozer Twins? Yeah, no, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, those kids right there, they can uh, spearhead, uh, you know, what could be a phenomenal class. Um, and if we can get those kids, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, I think we can possibly see another, you know, five to six to possibly even seven man class uh, that, you know, they're recruiting a bunch of other guys in that 2025 class. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Overall, I think we probably, you know, we have the chance to end up with another number one class and it's not going to be anything different for Duke. Uh, Business as usual. Yeah, this is what John Shire does. Duke is Duke. Exactly. Absolutely love that. So, Uh, We'll hope that the official visit goes well. We'll see how quickly they want to make a decision. Uh, I'm sure they'll be able to speak a little bit more on it after the fact if they're trying to get this done um, pretty quickly or hold out and wait a little bit. Again, still another year of a couple of years of high school ball left being class of 2025 players right there. Cooper Flagg was in that class. He is no longer. He committed to Duke and yesterday, of course, signed that letter of intent officially becoming a Duke Blue Devil, and a part of the Brotherhood. Did want to pass this along for people that currently right now on the on three NIL valuation for Cooper Flag, he is valued at $893,000, which is second right now among all high school basketball players, only behind Bryce James, whose dad is LeBron, 
well-connected there. But the on three NIL valuation is the industry's leading index that sets high school and college athletes' projected annual value. The NIL valuation does not act as a tracker of the value of NIL deals an athlete has completed to date. It rather signifies an athlete's value at a certain moment in time. So uh, th- that's always interesting to me. We're still getting used to uh, the NIL era of college athletics. But Pablo, we're talking about someone who's never played a basketball game at the D1 level, and his evaluation's coming back at 893K. Well done, Cooper Flag. He's got the world in front of him. Yeah, no, nah, that that's phenomenal stuff. I think those guys at On3, they do a shout-out to On3. Uh, they do a really good job of that stuff over there. So, uh, you know, Joe Tipton and those guys, you know, tip my hat to those guys. But, um, yeah, like you said, it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? The money that these kids are, you know, valued at nowadays is is crazy. And I think that, uh, you know, a guy like Cooper Flagg is probably worth everything, you know what I'm saying, everything, you know, that they that they that they think that he will be. So um, I think it's a good thing overall. And, you know, hey. Just think about all the money that, you know, they'll make off a of Cooper flag being on. Oh, campus. yeah. So, oh. you know, it's only right that he gets a piece of the pie. So I'm happy for him and anybody else and all these other kids that get paid. Very, very happy for him. Well worth it. That's for sure. All right. One more break. We'll talk a little bit about this year's squad and wrap up our conversation again with my pal Pablo Kong. Blue Devils. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest and most exciting way to play DFS, it's you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and start to watch those winnings roll in. All of a sudden, when you look at basketball season being here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball From a specials league, it's a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports and leagues. We give this example frequently, but you could have like LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a value of 10 and a half when you combine three-point shots made and receptions on any given night. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. All of a sudden, you need to go to prizepix.com slash lockedoncollege and use code lockedoncollege for a first deposit match up to $100. prizepix.com slash lockedoncollege, promo code lockedoncollege for a first deposit match up to $100 prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's wrap it up. JJ Jackson alongside my pal Pablo Kong from Ball Durham and the Five Point Play podcast. Use this moment, if you will, promote your work that's out there. What have you been working on? Where can people find all your stuff? Yeah, uh, so Coach P. Kong on Twitter, uh, you can catch uh, catch me writing my articles for the Ball Durham uh, and for the Medium, uh, and you can catch me on the Five Point Play podcast uh, where we do a bunch of different things, uh, host Twitter spaces and uh, do a lot of different podcasts and videos. Um, and so I'm working on a Duke and Arizona article right now, and then tomorrow uh, me and a couple of guys from the Five Point Play podcast, we will be doing a, a – 
like a game breakdown type thing, like, uh, you know, something like that about for the Duke and Arizona game tomorrow. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. Go check it out. It's good stuff as always. So let's talk about it a little bit. Duke 1-0 to start the year, uh, covered against Dartmouth, a dominant performance from start to finish. Kyle Filipowski leading the way once again for the Duke team and all of the guards contributing. No Mark Mitchell out with injury for the Duke team, but I walked away pretty impressed with what we saw in game one. What about you, Pablo? Yeah, so it's funny because I didn't catch the game uh, on the day of the game uh, just due to me having to, you know, go watch my daughter play volleyball. Shout out to my daughter, Mariah. I love you, baby. Um, but I did get a chance to watch the game. And, uh, yeah, no, I was impressed with everything I saw. You know, Everything I saw, uh, Duke did a good job of, you know, the competition level wasn't, you know, where, you know, I mean, where I would like it to be and for them to face. But, you know, yeah. on Friday they will be facing, a, you know, elite team. But – what I saw, you know, is I saw a very, very confident team, and I don't, I don't really see anybody being able to stop them per se. And I think that uh, as long as we shore up a little bit of our defense, we should be okay. You know, a couple guys might have struggled a little bit, and I know uh, Jared McCain struggled a little bit, um, but you know, guys like Caleb Foster came in, uh, played really well. Um, I'm just really, I just really see everything just so positive for this team, JJ. I think they have. Uh, very, very good chance to really make some real noise and potential to, you know, win a championship if they just do everything they need to do, just cover all their bases, listen to the coach, and just go out there and play their hardest because talent-wise, it's not a lot of teams that can match them. Yeah, 15 points in Caleb Foster's debut at that guard spot, eight points, eight assists for Tyrese Proctor. Uh, we saw that smooth jump shot already from Jared McCain. How about 10 points off the bench for Jalen Blakes and the tough defense he did. And then we're forgetting about the senior captain and all of this. And Jeremy Roach, same as usual, great production, 6 of 10 from the floor, efficient day. I mean, that backcourt is loaded. We're hearing now the reports of uh, Jaden Shute potentially redshirting this year because it is such a loaded backcourt for the Stoop basketball team. And that's a good problem to have. It's so good to have so many different guards who can lead you night in and night out. And I think, Pablo, we're setting ourselves up for a season in which that leading score at the guard spot is just going to rotate different player, different player, different player every night out. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, that the balance that they have on this team is this is phenomenal, you know, and um, as long as we do what we got to do and just keep playing like that. And just like you said, if it does rotate, you know, the leading score rotate all year, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Because I know when it comes March time, you know, we'll need all that. We'll need all the versatility that we could get. We'll need uh, all the help that we can get. And, you know, we got we got our closer. We got Mr. March, Jeremy Roach. So, yeah, we're going to be all right. Excited to see it all come together. Excited to see a big game tomorrow night, Friday night, as Duke takes on Arizona. ESPN2 is where you can check that game out to watch the Blue Devils. And then on Tuesday, another big one. Heading to Chicago, Champions Classic, taking on Michigan State, who uh, got upset. They lost to James Madison in overtime earlier in the week. That was surprising. Pablo, as always, it's good to see you, my friend. Glad to talk about some recruiting with you and this current Duke team. We'll have to do this again sometime soon, okay? Thank you for stopping by today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, JJ. All right, that's Pablo Kong, and he's joining us here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. And that's going to do it once again for our show here today. Coming up tomorrow, a final preview, Duke and Arizona. Really big one for the second game of the season for our Duke Blue Devils. 
That'll do it for today's show. As always, go do. I'll talk tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day.